Hey everyone, welcome back to the Girl of Gen Z podcast. I'm your host, Clarissa, and welcome to the third Chill Chats with Clarissa and Kieran. I know you don't love the name. A frequent guest. <laughs> so if you missed part one to this Chill Chats, I guess, um, sorry, this would be that would be Chill Chats 2. Uh, that will be listed, if you're watching on YouTube, in the description down below, or if you go to the Girl of Gen Z playlist on my channel, You'll find it there along with all my other episodes. If you're on the podcast app or Spotify, just search up Chill Chats with Girl of Gen Z and I'm sure it'll come up. So. I'm almost getting to the point where I justify my own name. Like, so it's not Chill Chats with because you have those other people. Like if I get enough of these, it needs to be like, I have my own name. It's this is that show. Oh, you have like a pre prefix? Prefix? Yeah. Wow. All right. Well. Well, three is a crowd <laughs> four is a new name <laughs> we have a few topics that we are going to talk about today and the first one being the celebrities and artists how they're making use of their time in this social distancing era or this quarantine period yes that's correct so there are a few celebs that have how would i say it doing their own thing like their no, they're, own they're taking advantage of the situation right now yeah but they're being very maybe if i should just start with the examples and then proactive yes uh so we'll start with drake his new song music video etc called tootsie slide yeah if tootsie you if you watched slide. our heads up challenge i called it tootsie footsie because i couldn't remember the name but i knew it was along those lines <laughs> real fan over here so um yeah what do we think what do we think of the song what do we think of his idea of coming out with this during this quarantine i have extremely mixed opinions okay let's hear them okay on one hand i think it's excellent marketing he's getting the bag like good for you man making a lot of money it's smart it's manipulative in a sense and it's great for you that way and on the other hand i think it's completely beneath him and it's really like it doesn't take any skill or talent or it's just like it's so forced so industry plant and it's like come on bro you think it's industry plant what do you mean okay on one hand tiktok is blowing up right now and everyone's stuck at home and you can't do anything about it so he went out of his way to make a TikTok focused song with a dance already included. Like you don't make your own dance. Most TikTok songs, the are the TikToker made the dance to it and then it, it got famous that. and got bigger mm -hmm. and everyone copies them. Right. He made the dance himself. So he was like, This is the instruction manual to my song that you're gonna dance to. And then he got all these dancers start dancing to it and now it's viral and now it's the biggest song, blah blah blah. It's number one, all that crap he forced that like he f there's no there's no natural there's nothing natural about the song it was made because tiktok is huge right now everyone's stuck at home it was made to do numbers on that app it did numbers on that app he had he had influencers do this song for him like whether it was paid or not you know like probably paid be like release a tusi song slide a tusi slide dance video, video and put it to instagram and or then TikTok. and then other people will copy you and blah blah, blah. now it's a huge thing like it was so forced and it was just for the clout and it was like you're already that guy you don't need to try and be that guy is how i feel about it whereas on one hand it's like yeah he made a ton of money probably on it and it was like i could do this just because like i'm this big that i know this will go number one watch me and i was like it did it i think it's beneath him to do that like he has such higher capabilities than doing something like that like so forced like that where but at the other hand it's like no drake kind of is like that like he's kind of an industry like he makes pop songs in the charts like he's not that rapper to be a rapper he's like that pop rapper he's the guy that does the charts so i don't know it's obviously I, it's good for him make your own money like make your get your bag whatever but i just don't like how forced it was and it was just not organic at all i think you just have this lying hatred for tiktok so as soon as you saw that this was becoming a huge trending video especially on things that platform. are forced on tiktok at least natural things it's like okay cool people are joining in being a community of dancing into this song whatever but he made the dance himself so it was like an artist told you what to do and you're doing it instead of you being like oh i like this song i'm gonna create a creative dance to it and maybe other people will do it with me and like copy me doing it like for example the blinding lights dance i don't think the weekend made that up i love that one 
that one is so catchy like there you go and that was just made by people on tiktok regardless of how i feel about tiktok at least that was just it, it just happened yeah and like there's people in hospitals from. doing it and stuff like that and it wasn't like i'm the weekend do this yeah like, stuff yeah. like that i understand where you're coming from and i guess i never thought about it as deeply as you've just expressed i just listened to the song came out while we were in self-quarantine and i was like this is catchy that's the all it is dance it's just is all catchy. right it's all right it's not like anything crazy cool um people have elaborated on it made it a lot yeah better. yeah like the videos you shared with me for sure um chance the rappers yeah, is I was sick just gonna say, to be honest chances with his wife and his kid cute no he did one alone though oh. chance the rapper does his own two c slide and then he like, does one with his family with michael jack yeah there's both. two and but his by himself is actually really good like it's, yeah. he's actually pretty good yeah but i agree i don't i never really thought about all the little details my that that, that you just mentioned so i like, feel that's like that's not I'm, a drake song like there's a song by j cole called let nas down where it was like he made a pop song and nas like is a lyric obviously like one of the greatest lyricists whatever and not apparently j cole heard through the grapevine that like nas was unimpressed with that song but he loved j cole's music and he's like bro this was beneath you that's kind of how i feel like he let rappers down he was like this is beneath you man like come on I wonder what other rappers thought like i don't see a kendrick releasing a tusi slide yeah no i don't see I was just gonna say anybody in that realm releasing a tusi slide but like that's drake's bag like he does the one dance he does the whatever the last one that had a dance to it was what was a lot there was a lot one last year like when oh, his last God's album plan. came out the one when people were dancing outside their car like they're ghost riding their car was that yeah, god's plan i'm trying to remember no um not non-stop it wasn't one dance i don't think so anyways that song like, he does this often so it's like i don't know why my expectations are so high but it's just like i see his ability and his talent and his potential and it's almost like oh you did it again like you had to do that like yeah, you had to yeah. release another song that has no depth and you're just gonna chop the charts but whatever let's talk about tory lanes See, he's on the opposite end of the spectrum for me. So, so you came to me with this. And at first, when you described to me, I was like, oh, that's cool. And then as I started like hearing more about it through you and then my sister and just seeing it more on social media, I was like, oh, this is actually like a big thing. Go ahead and explain. So Tory Lanez, you probably know, has started Quarantine Radio, whereas he just does a live talk, like a live radio show. He'll bring on artists or he'll just do it himself and he'll have like talent shows or contests on the show where he'll give away money on instagram yeah instagram, instagram live. live quarantine radio so and now it's like a whole production he's got like a boom mic or like a, a second phone set up in case or like his team with sound effects like it's a whole big thing now and people thought it was kind of funny at first but i think he's i, th I think he did on purpose the whole time like this is genius so he just got out of his record deal with this last album new toronto three so now he's an independent artist and this is someone named noah miller he's uh, a music marketer uh, tweeted Tory Lanez has gained 2.2 million Instagram followers in less than 30 days plus 90% boost in his YouTube subscribers now he has more monthly Spotify listeners than Nav, Russ and Meek Mill Quarantine Radio was a huge move for a now independent artist which is leverage so now any label that wants to sign him he can go I'm worth more now like I'm worth way more than what I was a month ago yeah. and everyone like the whole recording industry is down like about 7% right now in sales of albums and things like that and you can't tour so it's all based on streams right now and the industry is down and he's magnified up like he's huge up right now when the whole industry is down which is a big feature where yeah. he can go to any record label and if he if his next deal is going to be 20 million he can double it now no matter what like he walks in that room a month ago and now is completely different or he doesn't even have to walk in a room he can be his own artist now if he wants do the quarantine 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 <laughs> <laughs> do the quarantine 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 like, but he does it too much it's 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 over the top and i couldn't i didn't realize like there's a world where people they must plug their phone in but they sit there and watch this for like an hour like a tv show like i can't do it like him Not saying quarantine so long and just i like the lives where i can watch it later because i can skip can you do that with all of them or do they give you the option i like, think it's only for the next 24 hours like 24 hours after it goes live the next 24 you can watch it right but you watch it does the artist or the instagram account have to okay that option i think to so happen. i think it says like would you like this to stay on your story, on your story for an hour for, for a day i always wondered that yeah I, I i can't watch it live myself but apparently there's tons of like he's broken i think all the records for anyone in the industry like he's had like over three hundred thousand people live at one time which is crazy that's sick 
So I think he's taken good advantage. And he's not... Whereas, like, what Drake's kind of doing right now, Tory Lanez is doing something on the opposite spring. Like, I think this was smart and business marketing, but it was... I don't know. It's involving the community. It's not too forced. Like, he does... There is contests, like, $1,000 to anyone who does a new Toronto 3 lyric. Like, I'll start the lyric, and you have to finish the bar. So he's still promoting his own stuff, but I think it's a lot more organic, and he's taking... a advantage of the situation much better yeah another artist i wanted to touch on was miley cyrus because i feel like she went through her whole phase of like you know disney channel star to shaving her head and then releasing wild music videos and such and then she kind of like disappeared off the face of the planet and then she came back with this um show called bright minded which is similar to what tori lanes does yeah i know nothing about this so you're gonna have to. yeah yeah so she brings on different i'll say celebrities on her instagram account as a live for an hour i think it's like 11 to 12 like midday type thing um i don't really know exactly what they talk about i feel like it depends on the guest that's on so she'll have like previous disney stars that she was on with like lily if you guys remember hannah montana her best friend in the show she's the ginger no, Blonde. Ginger, you're thinking of Sle- um, Wizards of Waverly and the Ginger in that one. Yes, I think I was. Yeah. Lily. Lily's the blonde one, then Oliver's the brunette. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she brought her on for a segment. She brought on, like, the Jonas Brothers, and then she, like, randomly brought on, like, Cody Simpson. And then she brought on some some people you would definitely admire, like, big hosts and such. Um, but, yeah, basically, she talks about so many different things um like one of her episodes is highlighting heroes um she's an april fool's one self-care she has like diplo come on feed now yeah so she has merch that she came out with and it's very her like at first i was like i don't know it looks kind of corny but it's very like miley i don't know how else but like bright colors like she's super into like showing her lgbtq side and just like pride and all of that so i find that this is very her now that i look at it as like a whole and she has like little um what are they called? Little sketches mm-hmm. of of the celebrities that she's having on. And she, you know, donates money on certain episodes or like has like charity things. I just think it's nice to see her get to that level through all the craziness she's been through. Does that make sense? Like she kind of I never really followed her closely on social media. I just kind of pictured her as like a Britney Spears type in the sense that like she kind of went wild and disappeared off the face of the planet. And then she came back with like be like really caring and wanting to connect with her audience again and like for the best reasons it landed on her feet almost yeah well yeah obviously you want everyone to land on your feet but she's just an example of not staying on the deep end yeah which maybe she wasn't off the deep end maybe that was just something she wanted to go through experience i know like i remember her saying in an interview actually i think my sister had told me this i can't quite remember but um because i think the interviewer asked something about like, why did you act out the way you did? Or like, you went through this whole phase um, after Hannah Montana. She was like, well, like, I didn't have much of a life being on that show for so many years. And like acting with like my dad, for example, was like, you're with your family member all the time. You know what I mean? So like, she never really got her like release away from that. And like, you know, being on Disney, you're very like, I'm perfect. I'm Disney. I'm so. That's such a weird. It was like a fake reality TV show because she was playing herself. Her name was the same. Which I always find so interesting when they keep it like that. But she's playing herself and her dad was playing her dad, but it wasn't about her real life. Right. Like it was a fake story about her real life. Right. That was That's a very weird concept. I know. But yeah, I don't really have else much to say on that topic. Just that I, I like that she's brought something to the table and has included like past kind of celebrities that you don't really hear about now as well as future, not future, current ones and, you know, donations and all that goodness <laughs> do you have anything else to add on to the celebrities and what they're doing right now other than tons of people are doing instagram lives all the time like quavo's birthday was on instagram live yeah, now that hosted by travis scott and stuff like that like so everyone's taking advantage of it in some way there's just some people there kind of standing out more than others right all right well the next topic which um i didn't really I don't follow Apple products that closely as much as you do. So when you bring it up to me, I'm like, oh my God, I feel so behind. I feel like an 80 year old that does like never on social media. I just um, follow, like I try to follow a lot of things. Yeah, you, in you're general. very in the know in a lot of areas. So the iPhone SE, you had brought to my attention like 24 hours ago. And um, 
I want to talk about that a little bit. Okay. So there were no like crazy features that stood out to me other than that you could pair two pairs of AirPods with the phone, which I thought that was kind of cool, like at the same time and listen to something. So like if instead of sharing our AirPods the way we do right now, yeah. if you went on a walk, you could just each have your own pair? Yeah, like, you know, you wait, way back when we had cords that we had to plug the, in. The splitter? Yeah, you'd have the splitter. And now you're like, no, we just both have the Bluetooth, Bluetooth it. splitter. That's sick. And then the other thing being that you can have two personal numbers on the iPhone, which I think that's a really, really good option that they have because instead of people carrying two phones, like I know my brother has to do it, that's like for his work that's so nice that you can click personal or business i don't think that would feature out of us usually i think the whole point of the two phones is that it's like all not overloaded on one like i would if i was big enough to i need two phones i wouldn't want it on one phone because the whole point is to separate those worlds like i don't like like say for example lots of rappers have two phones like i wouldn't want to separate like i'd want those worlds completely separated where it's like just because two different numbers are on that phone, because it's almost the same thing right now. Like I have iMessage, so there's multiple accounts that give me the same message. They all go to the same place, so it's the same feature. Like I don't know what well, the what benefit of that would be. Well, what if it's nicely organized out? So it, it felt like it was two phones in one. Like two separate messaging apps. Kind of, or like just like you know when you see your messages line up of like all the current ones you have going type thing. I think if I that was almost split, or there's like tabs you click like personal, and then it would flip it, or like business and then it would flip it and that would all stay kind of on do not disturb until he flipped it back i wouldn't mind that i think it's a i think it's a good feature to offer i just don't know how much you would like i would take from it like i would probably still like if someone is that big enough to have need need that they probably have the money to have two phones that's true but i guess it's good to offer it i just don't know how much use it'll get but i didn't even know that was a, a feature that they had coming yeah, and then obviously the price point is very good for what you get. Did you want to elaborate a little bit on it? Because I know when you first told me about it, you were like, you get a, such a high-end phone for like a lower price this time, which is so nice. It's just kind of giving people the opportunity. Like there's there's never really been anything to think about. It's like the next iPhone, you get the next iPhone. But now it's, and it's like you have to pay a thousand bucks because this is the next iPhone. And now it's like, well, this is about 600-ish, depending if you're American, it's probably even cheaper. And you're getting an iPhone 11 processor and you're getting the best single camera on any phone out there because like all the new phones have double cameras so for example your phone has a single camera would be better than yours and it has portrait mode and all that so it's a blended phone and it has a home button so if you like the home button things like that some people need a home button I don't know how I'd feel because as we're both Apple users, I'm like way behind my generations of phones. I used to be very like every two years I would sell my old one, get the new one. Like I was very diligent about that. And I'm at the point where I just like to spend my money elsewhere. And I'm very like, my phone works fine. If we need to take pictures, I'm usually with my boyfriend who has a better phone. Like I just don't, I can't justify spending the extra money, but knowing that this is coming out or is it already out coming? No, it's coming. It's It's pre-order, right? I remember seeing only the pre-order button that you could click. Um, is nice that um it has that but i don't know i don't know because i'm used to my home button but yours doesn't have the home button so it's like almost luxurious feeling for me every time i hold your phone because it just feels sleeker and all of that and i don't know now if i can make like the jump of going to a phone like that or just staying in my comfort zone of just like the button it's also a lot smaller like it's way closer to the size of your phone like it's the size of it's 4.7 inches screen so it's a lot more like the older phones yeah like i have a friend who will probably get it like he always gets the se's which is like it's this one and it because i think when the fives came out there was a five se or something like that i remember that and it was just it had like a six or seven processor and all that but it was in the five and had the square look look like an old phone and he for some reason just likes that like, he likes a smaller phone all that kind of stuff likes the home button so i'm pretty sure he'll get this or oh actually never mind he just got an 11 pro so he doesn't need to upgrade anytime but soon if he but hadn't if, got he, that. if he knew this was coming out i bet he probably would have got this and they also said it's like the perfect quarantine or this uh, like pandemic phone because it has a home button because it's if you're wearing a mask you can't swipe up with your face you have to put uh... your password in so like a home button allows you to use your finger but I don't know how like how long do you expect this to last? Where it's like you buy a phone for this yeah that's, period. I wouldn't really be. I don't thinking even know like when that. it's coming out. If it's going to be very soon, that it'll be even relevant during this pandemic. Right. But it just offers you a price point that you can upgrade and not be forced to upgrade to like the next because the next Samsung's a thousand bucks. The next everything is a thousand or more. Or it's it's getting more even more. Like the next the twelve Pro will probably be like thirteen hundred bucks. 
whereas you can get 600 for what would you what would you be getting in an iphone 11 right now which right last year was the best one on the market so next year you're not okay with having last year's best one on the market kind of thing right. so it's it's a toss-up for sure i know it comes out in three colors not that i've really noticed too much on every iphone release on the colors because i always pretty much i can't say i always get the same because they always haven't always had rose gold but this one's black is it black silver and red? red yeah that's it Usually they offer a red for the special editions. I thought they were gonna have the square edges, which is a very yeah. like old iPhone thing, which I thought would have been a nice feature to be like separate you to like another reason to make it SC, like yeah. another selling feature, but they kept it circular. So I don't know how I feel about that. But I like I feel I liked the boxed edges that they're offering on that phone, like to, to separate it even more. So I don't know what I'm gonna do when because I probably now will are you actually I like, will upgrade, I feel like in September. Like my phone is still very good. And there's no reason yet, but my warranty is up on it. So if anything were to happen and I'd have to get it replaced, it would make no sense. Like it's like, okay, it's just time to get a new phone. So I'm I'm gonna be in the in the uh, time of needing to think about getting a new one in the near future. You also have a phone problem where you don't even update it. Like the app, I do. I have not a fear. single app on that phone that's updated. No, only the ones that it forces me to. If I go in the app, it's like you cannot use this unless you update. I'm like, screw you. Um, but yeah, I, I have a fear of updating and it messing up the whole my whole iPhone system. And I've just had so many. It's so funny because I'm like pro Apple, but I'm also like not. I've had so many bad, long experiences at the store where I I just dread the day where I have to go through one of those again. So I, I try not to update things unless I absolutely have to. And I don't know. I call me crazy, but that's just me You're crazy. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to touch on for that one? No. All right. Well, Kanye West and his GQ article. So. What did you think? Did, well, we watched the video first. The So Kira and I go on a walk every day. It's our quarantine thing to do. And he showed me a snippet. I guess it's the only video clip of that interview. Right? Yeah, because they did over four different air landscapes and at different times like one was in his car while they were driving one was yeah. on a jet yeah one was so I was only one in paris and one was in wyoming so they couldn't like it was very trance it was on the move so yes. they couldn't just plop down and set a camera so there was part of the interview that's filmed on his two tanks or like their atv type thing yeah. that was laying on top and then so, it's funny because kanye gets up at the end he's like how was that shot pretty good right <laughs> <laughs> like yeah it looks sick so kieran showed me this video as we were walking and let me just start with saying that Kanye is such an interesting, peculiar person. I feel like he's someone where you feel like you've kind of figured out and then he says something and you're like, wait, what? Like, you actually think that? I don't know. Part of him reminds me of Elon Musk and his way of thinking of, like, dream big and it's going to happen. Like, I say so, so it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, the article is very, very lengthy. Like, the longest one I've read about celebrity in a long time. Um, I'm almost shocked that he has given that much of his time to the writer slash rep what, reporter host whatever you want to call it they've known each other for a really long time so okay. like, i don't know much about the guy but so you think it's so long because he has more of a personal relationship with yeah him? like he literally said oh, for the fourth interview he's like could i give you a phone call and like could we get one little last part of it he's like just come to paris bro and he's like okay i just <laughs> so he I'm, comes to fashion week yeah to do the last interview. i was literally just picturing in my head because i'm a huge visual person when i read this so i was just picturing kanye driving and this guy just like quickly writing or like has his voice recording thing out like that must be crazy he's not driving well in one of the they interviews he was no but one of the interviews he was driving because when they kept saying that the car kept flipping around, he was like, I was so confused oh, about this car. Office. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. I thought you meant like to the Corrects jet. Corrects me. I, I was you meant, like, reading it. To the jet or whatever, like no, no, from no, no, Wyoming. No, 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 no. The, it was the end. Yeah, like he has his Lamborghini. And then the guy didn't even realize there's two other Lamborghinis following them the whole time. That that the one guy gets out, turns the Lamborghini around, and that gets back in his Lamborghini. Every time they stop somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So um, my overall thoughts on it, he's just... He's a lot, um, I guess, more, I don't want to say smart than I thought. He just thinks so much more deeply than I thought he would about topics. Like, throw something out at me that he talked about um, that stood out to you. Spherical flow architecture versus boxes. Yeah, like, who thinks like that with him? Him saying that he, like, the premise of this ranch was so he wasn't boxed in 
when he was working like everybody else in the world unfortunately has to do when they go to their nine to fives he wanted this big open space concept situation and his house mimics a lot of that like his ranch i could see a lot of similarities in the photos of how it was built in each in the house and the ranch well the one is an architecture that he's working with now who did the hotline bling video which is you know like the boxes drake yes. standing in that are very colorful yes so his name's james something uh starts with an a he has he's on Kanye like he works with Kanye on a team now for architecture design and they're designing homes which are pre-built come that we watch a video about pre-built homes like yes. they're doing it too but they're very open concept spherical and flowy so there was one they built on the ranch that's like almost like a huge cave and he's like you could skate this and he was like like skateboard and instead of like hockey skate he's like yeah yeah like we made this so you the whole thing has to be skateboardable like you could just keep running a skateboard down the around the whole sphere like it was just the whole concept of Kanye's future plans now, it seems, is changing the way we live in terms of what we stay in. So everything he thinks, which I fully agree with what he's saying, is um, too crowded, too box-like, too prison-like, whereas um, everything is no, no, nothing allows flow or like free thinking, which is what pushes humans forward in my opinion so like artist artistically everything is so boxy and squared off like his example is you come out of the womb which is spherical and then your first thing you're put into a crib and then you're put into a school which is like a box and everything about it is square then you're put into a post-secondary school which is the same thing all over again then you're put into a cubicle and then you're put into um what would be after a cubicle i guess a coffin so your whole life is in a square Whereas if you lived on like an open field or in this like more spherical space or anything like that, where there's more open concept, things like that, your whole way of thinking might be different just with more open free flowing space there. He's saying there would be more free flowing thought. And I strongly agree. And I just think it's so interesting how he's just like, I'm going to change the world. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, what do you mean? And he's like, well, I'm actually going to redesign the way we all live in homes. And then I'm also, you know, based on like how I've designed everything else we do, like, you know, fashion is for me, you know, music the way it is today is because of me. Like, and he's fully serious. Like, you think he's kind of joking until the next sentence where he elaborates more on his point is like, I'm right. So I just think like you can't think too big. Like, he literally is, is not possible of he doesn't like the word ambition because it, it makes you seem like the thought is too big which is so the way he thinks like he says he's going to be president and he's like, no, it'll happen. Like, and then in his beats one interview before Jesus King came out, the guy was like, well, it'll be even harder for me to get an interview with you when, when you were president. He's like, no, no, like I'll get you an interview. Just like fully being like, yeah, when I'm president, I'll give you an interview still like yeah. that. That's going to happen. Have you seen, you've seen the video. I don't know if it was Vogue where they do a, his whole house. Like they yep. do his whole house. Like with his, Kim, right. Um, Yeah. Their house is fully interior designed with that guy. Yeah, I assume so. And he did their home. And it's just, it's iconic. It actually literally is iconic. Like, minimalist house style is completely the way houses are now. Like, modern housing. And that's what, exactly the way his house is. So, it is kind of, he, he's that influential. Like, he has a quote. Hold on. It's a very beautiful home. Like, I definitely wouldn't say it's everybody's cup of tea. With how minimalistic and... I don't want to say cave looking, like an expensive cave looking house. But yeah, no, it's definitely everything like an appreciation for the like, There's no uniqueness. clutter. Yes. Um, and it's like the West family home uh, in Hidden Hills is now an iconic home that informs a lot of people, other people's homes just from my wife's Instagram stories. Like just because Kim Kardashian shows her house all the time and like is that influential and they did that interview with Vogue or whatever where they ask you questions while you walk around your house. Their house is so iconic already and he doesn't even have an Instagram account. And it's just on her stories. Like, yeah. that's how influential they are. Like, I follow Kim. And I remember on one of her stories, pretty sure it was her stories, um, she said, you guys were wondering when I turn on the tap in the kitchen where the water goes. And then she's like, like I'll just show you. And then it just, you would never think. You're like, who came up with how that was going to work? Like, there's no sink. It's just flat, right? I, I can't remember. Like, it yeah, it just it looks like it disappears. And it's like, where does it drain to? It's, there's such a slight little decline yeah. in the sink. And the water just goes right through it. Like it, the water flows right down into the drain from there. But there's no like sink, which is it's it's I think that's in their bathroom, though. No, I'm pretty sure it's kitchen. Their kitchen one, too. Well, they have two kitchens, one where all the cooks actually cooking. And then the one that doesn't actually have anything done to it. It's just there to look like a kitchen. Yeah, 
I'm curious how Kim reacts or responds to like Kanye's visions. Like when they first started dating, like now I'm sure she's very well adjusted and understands. Maybe there still are parts her that doesn't, but I'm just so curious as to how their relationship had flourished from that. Yeah, because on on the Kardashians video or whatever, like the Keeping Up with Kardashians, it seems like TV show. I see a lot of clips where it doesn't seem like they get along. And then the way he is now, he's so different. I'm like, even during the relationship now, he's become so religious and he was not before that. Like, how does she fit into that now? Like, I don't know if they're, if they are still fully happy or if it's just kind of like, we're going to stay together because right. we've already done so much together. And right. like, and he seems still kids. like he's proud of her achievements, things like that. And she's trying to become a lawyer now or is a lawyer now. So like, she's doing new things too. And I think there's a lot more to her than meets the eye. I think she's a lot deeper than what you think. I agree. But yeah, I would be interested to see like how their true relationship is at this point. If they still get along or she sees his vision or things like that. Because there's parts of it where he'll be mad at her for like posting someone on Instagram. And then she was like, well, you told me to be open and like be fully myself. And now you're telling me I can't post things like that. Like, I just don't know how they mesh now. Yeah, I agree. Their eldest daughter, North, as much as I see her take, you know, characteristics from kim and her lifestyle of like fashion and like being a woman and feminine there are so many parts where i see her being more like kanye and like being daddy's girl and just like i don't know if you've seen the videos of her like belting out at these sunday services like she is the star of the show even if she's not like she's kind of in the corner in the back with the other kids yeah he talked about that in his beats one yeah that was the fashion show though like she he gave her the opportunity to just sing a part of it at the is it paris fashion show yeah yeah, I remember seeing it on Kim's Instagram and she was like, go Northy. And it's just like so crazy to watch that this like whatever six or seven year old is in front of all these people for her dad's Sunday service. But on his Beats 1 interview beforehand, he talked about church being a box too. Like it's literally you go, yeah. like, he's like, why don't people, how many people is church one of your favorite childhood memories? And it's like zero because yeah, nobody no one is excited to go to church. You just do it because you have to. But Sunday service, he considers church now. Like he's like, because the guy's like would you is sunday service church and he's like well is it like he kind of was like offended he's like isn't it like why not and people he's like well people said because we didn't have a pastor before well i got a pastor so now why not and then because he's saying it's church and he's saying um northy doesn't like when sunday service is away or like why is no why is no church this week like and he's like imagine that i have a six-year-old daughter who's begging me to go to church because it's singing and she's like next time sunday service is in town or next time church is in town i want to bring all my friends and dance like when is that like her memory as an adult is going to be like i had such so much fun at church when i was a kid like what other kids can say that so he's really fully reimagining what church is too because just that free-flowingness too and he also took the design for it to be circular and stuff like that from that uh same architect um so i think he's true in that sense like i think a lot a lot of people would be more open to being inclusive in the church or they would take the religion more seriously if it was a fun thing to do instead of being like Turn to page 14 of the Bible and we're going to read Matthew Psalm 12 and then I'm going to talk to you about it. Yeah. Kneel on the psalm, kneel on the chairs or whatever. And these like hard benches instead of being like, oh, and they're like outside too, aren't they? A lot lot of of times. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're in a tent. big field. Yeah. And even expanding to the rest of their Kardashian fam, like uh, I think it's Penelope or Rain, one one of the Courtney's kids that's very close with North um, in age like now stands beside north and sings with her and belts out at these sundays so it's like the whole family this is like they get together for this now and i feel like it's a nice thing it's not just like a dinner to gossip as the reality tv show would show like what do you if your parents had brought you to sunday service instead of church how do you feel your religious experience would be different do you think your your relationship to god or religion itself would be different or christianity if that would, was what you did when you went to church? I would want to say yes, but I don't really know the details of what happens in the Sunday service. All I see is like big choir, lots of song and dance, but I don't know like how the pastor is and what kind of service he provides, what he reads during the actual duration of it. So I want to say yes, but I don't know if I'm just saying that because it's Sunday service or if there is some like unique interesting part that keeps you more engaged than like you said like the i don't want to say boring but like the typical church you go to the church well another fun part of it too is 
they'll do choir songs then they also do his songs and like yeah. take out the bad parts i've of noticed them. that and think that's fu- like that's cool yeah like, no I, I really think that's a good thing too because it's it brings like the pop culture aspect but he takes out kind of like the bad words or like the alcohol reference or anything like that yeah. and just like changes it to something makes else makes it appropriate for what it is and just like gets you into because you're already into that song kind of thing like that i don't know i think that's a good mix so would you go 100 percent, i go to sunday service yeah and i think my full relationship with religion would be different too if that's how i was brought up and that was what going to church was yeah on sunday or whatever yeah um i know that um a youtuber i watch and i told you about this before claudia saluski got invited to go well not her specifically but phineas who's billy alish's brother billy got invited brought phineas phineas brought claudia you get it so on and so forth and um wasn't she, it at coachella he did one at coachella i think and if, that's maybe the, maybe i don't know she never specified she never specified but um i just remember her saying in the vlog i think it was the vlog no, it was on Lauren Elizabeth's podcast because she asked her, like, oh, how was it? Um, and she said that Kendall Jenner came up to them and, like, asked they wanted water or anything to drink. It wasn't, like, a random maid or servant. It was literally Kendall Jenner being, like, let me know, like, feel at home, like, get comfortable, like, enjoy. Um, and Claudia said it was really cool. And Phineas obviously took huge appreciation for it, too. The musical being, aspect. Yeah, being um, a musician and all. I was just, like, so jealous that this Did they enjoy YouTuber, it? Yeah, that I watched growing up got to go to this sunday service i know someone who's went and he like kind of wasn't as into it because it's very religious yeah but i think you have to be open-minded for sure 100 percent. yeah like, i feel like i would have with... that open-mindedness available because i don't know if he was fully he was kind of doing it because he likes kanye west instead of being like i really want to experience sunday service yeah he's just like ah oh, this is something kanye does now and it's cool i want to do it right but he also went to the release party of that album which was pretty crazy that is cool um and then he also for that for his follow for his jesus is king album He's, he made a good point. He's like, this is the only album that has this level of production that can be played throughout the house like music was when you grew up. I know. And I, I don't like think that. that happens these days. Like, music is just played through the house. Just as, like, background music. You're right. If I think of anyone's house that I visited growing up, it wasn't it wasn't really a thing. But I feel like... Unless it's Christmas, our parents, I feel like that was just such a thing that was done in the past where everyone talked about, like, the music they would listen to just throughout the house when they grew up. Like, their parents would just have music on. And I feel like this fully could have just been, this whole album could just be played through the back of a religious family's house or just anybody's house who is a, a Catholic or whatever, just in the background throughout the whole day. And that's just the way music was played back then, like jazz music or just kind of things like that. And more instead of more being like a radio hits thing, like a album. Mm-hmm. Was there something else you want to touch on? Um. Yeah. Do you want to? Okay. So. The results, someone asked him, what is the responsibility of the celebrities? Like the, the interviewer asked him that, uh, who are able to move the culture. There's this idea that people have to be accountable other than just yourself. So kind of like how celebrities can influence you. Like, do you think they should be aware of that influence and like know about that they have that influence regardless if you like it or not? Like your actions have repercussions throughout the culture you're a part of, regardless if you want to or not. Like if you're a celebrity and you do something wrong, like people are influenced by that. Mm-hmm. Like people see you regardless if you like it or not. And he was, he made good points about like celebrities aren't really, it's about who controls your check. Like a celebrity that likes, they have to be kept in line because of their next check. Like if it, if it's an actor, you're doing, you're going to stay inside the white, the fine lines of what's going to get your next gig. And like, what's not going to hurt you. Like a, a company's not going to work with you again. Whereas at this point, Kanye's burnt so many bridges that it doesn't matter how many burnt bridges he burns. Like it's like I'll because people have told him many times like Mike, your career is over. Like you're you've lost it. Like how many times has he done something wild or it's like you'll never hear about that person again. Like going up on the stage with Taylor. That's the only thing that stands out in my memory from him that's bad. I don't really know. He did a TMZ interview where he literally lost his mind and like started screaming about like when he said uh, slavery was a choice. How many years ago was this? uh i don't know maybe 2016 or something i can't remember but like he said that and that that was like the start of him being like canceled by his own community of like this where, is not okay where he would he used to be like the black person's idol like that the black community like really latched on him as their idol yeah and he made that statement and it was like shame kanye west like he does not come to the cookout which was like a very common thing that people kept saying like this even there was an interview for buzzfeed where they split people and it's like does kanye west get to come to your cookout and like half the black people said no and then he started voting for trump and things like that so all these things would be like cancel Kanye and he's still here. So now it's just like I can I have the influence to do whatever I want because I control everything that I'm a part of. It's like no one can cancel me because it's it's already happened. Right. So now I just say what I want because everyone else is just saying 
what's going to be safe to say that's not going to get them cut off from their next opportunity. Right. Which is another point he brought up of, like, what is the culture? For example, like, what defines the culture? I'll give you a couple and let's see if you can get a couple. So, like, playing basketball professionally, being a rapper, and uh, let's say, like, wearing jewelry. Like, those are three things Who's that identify culture, the like, culture. Like, if I say the culture, like, the culture that con you, like, exactly, like, the culture, there's only one thing when I say that. Like, you know what I mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, what's the question? Like, what about would it? other things that define the culture be? You said jewelry, basketball, and rap? Yeah. I feel like you hit it pretty right on there. Um, Highly engaged on social media. Yeah. Being a football player, same kind of same kind of deal. Like being that kind of athlete, it pretty much all the big like baseball kind of, but not really. Um, wearing designer, sport expensive cars, mm-hmm. things like that. And then he, right after his point, he goes, "How many of those are owned by black people? Hmm. White people own the culture, the culture in which all of the black people associate themselves with." So he's like, and then. The interviewer commented back, like, except you didn't mention yourself, like, you own all your things and you are highly influential in this culture. He's like, yeah, so, like, that's kind of his point. Whereas, like, it's a lot better now, whereas now we have Virgil, who's the men, head men's designer. Like, it's a lot more progressive where we have Virgil's head of uh, Louis Vuitton and he has Off-White himself and he works on tons of other things where he's fully immersed in the culture. But you still get to the point where it's, like, Louis Vuitton is still owned by, the like, that family or... um jay-z like jay-z owns rock nation uh and all this like sean diddy combs is half owner of ciroc where it's like there's a lot more control on their own community again but it's still if you get to the very top like social media mark zuckerberg uh james the guy who owns twitter like him like no one it's all controlled by white people and it's like he's like that's a problem like because you're the biggest culture you're associating with yourself to represent yourself is not even your own. Like right. it's controlled by other people, which was such a crazy point that I didn't even think of, which it's better now, but it's not fully like nothing is, everything is still old money, which is a big problem with all of the, that whole systematic kind of oppression. Whereas all old white rich money controls the whole States right now. Mention that little part of the video of social media and the guy was scrolling through his phone. Oh, in his uh, Beats 1 interview <laughs> before Jesus is King, he was on this point and then he was saying like how social media is addicting and it's like bad, et cetera, et cetera. And then this guy went in the background was scrolling through his phone. He said like it wasn't on the camera. He crew? said it wasn't on. Yeah, like someone on the crew. He said it wasn't social media, but he was just like, um, Connie was like, could you not be scrolling through social media like during this interview as I'm saying this? And he's like, uh, I was, it wasn't social media. He's like, you know, man, whatever. Just like, you know, there's an the energy here. You should be focusing your energy here or just like be in a different room, please. And I was like, damn, he snapped uh-huh. on this guy right away. I just thought that was hilarious. And even he said in that same interview, uh, with everything that's going on, how it goes back. He's almost like when the guy got to his ranch, he said this could be 100 years in the past or 100 years in the future. Yeah. Whereas like everything is so minimal. You wouldn't know. And that's either how it's going to be in the future or it's just the same way as it was in the past. And right. then right now it's the cluttered time. And we're going to like when you when aliens come in space and stuff like that, they come in orbs like in movies and stuff like that. Like the arrival of you haven't seen the arrival, but it's a huge oh, egg. I can picture it's a huge egg yeah. that lands on Earth. And it's just like everything is spherical. Yeah. And they even talk in circles in spherical. So it's like everything needs to be more flow and circular and free thought, whereas everything is so boxy now. And everyone's just thinking, like, how do I get to the next cubicle? I need to make 50 grand a year or whatever. So I just thought it was interesting, his opinion on everything. Like, he definitely seems like a cult leader, and he could be because that's how passion is and how he just draws you in. There's something about him that just draws you into his opinion. He would probably get me. Like, I'd I'd join in. (laughs) Like, there's just something about him that catches you and just, you can't, you can't not look. He's just that, he has that, his presence has that kind of pull. So that's all. So if you're watching this video or this podcast as a video on YouTube, Kieran's shoes have been cut out of this entire oh. shot, but he's currently sporting some of uh, these are the re-release. The I King's didn't get them. Shoes. I didn't get them originally, but they really restocked, so I bought them. 
these were really expensive. Can you describe point. it for the people who are not watching and just Oh, listening? Yeezy 350s Zebras V2. That's what I'm wearing. Yes. Um, so let's talk a little bit about his clothing and how that's evolved as like a huge trend since, you know, you're well, wearing the shoes. Paris Fashion Week, all his, like his whole collection was based on uh, workwear, like fashionable workwear. So yeah. it was like... But it's still like very he's minimal. He's like the owners and... of the ranch wouldn't wear this. This is for the what the workers would be wearing. So it's like very military, like pockets, lots of cargo pockets, pockets everywhere to carry things. Just like very functional fashion which on the runway it doesn't look functional but there will be pieces that are functional based on that because like you don't ever buy what's on the runway you buy it's things so true. based on what's on the it's runway so, you wear the most crazy exotic pieces and his is to an extent some craziness but overall like supposed to be worn for yeah like his new slides that came out yeah um those are like he's saying those will be the next big thing like just wait you just wait they will be and i've seen them on a couple people um and just yeezy has evolved so much and He's just so strong in his opinion that you just want to... Like, he he used to say a clothing garment can only be one material. And now he's kind of changed his mind to, like, including more new advanced materials. Like, like, anything. Like, just whatever... whatever. Like, if this is wool, it's wool. Oh, that's what he meant. Because he said, like, something in the Bible, whereas, like, your, your clothing would be cloth out of one cloth. And it was just, like, very important that it was like if you're wearing something that's cotton... It's like raw it, and real cotton. and no mixtures yeah. allowed. Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. Like, it's dyed that color and it's very like his old yeezy lines are just tonal and it was one it was like this is cotton but it was obviously very high quality etc but it was like we don't do poly blends things like that it's like this is what it is it's it's been dyed one color it is that earth tone that's our palette things like that which is very interesting and he just pushes the limits every fashion he went his whole line started as going bare bones like you'd wear baggy clothes or had holes in it before and people went from adding things to their wardrobe, like graphic tees, to he was like, yeah, you're going to take all the logos off your items, and that's going to be what's going to happen in the next five years, and it did. Yeah, it's true. So many more people these days, I feel like, would prefer minimal logo branding than giant across the chest or back, depending on the brand, but yeah. Um, I was going to say something else, though. I have only ever, I guess, looked at the shoes in the Yeezy like collections and never actually looked at the clothes other than the few snippets I'd see on social media in the fashion shows that Kim would post etc but I feel like I really would enjoy the big oversized and neutral color palette because first of all always wearing like black gray or like cream or white um and then oversized is first of all the most comfortable thing to wear it can kind of make you look like sloppy as my grandma would say but i love it like i totally dig the trend of like oversized long t-shirts and sneakers if it looks deliberate i don't think it looks sloppy like if it looks like Explain. you're trying to look deliberate is like i did this intentionally so if it's like you threw this hoodie on and these sweatpants that fully clash and you look foolish and everything about your outfit you didn't plan at all I don't think that that looks very sloppy and undid. But if you intentionally yeah. put on a baggy sweater that looks good with these pants, sweatpants that are like tucked into these socks that go with these cool shoes, like I think 100% you could style oversized clothes, which is what he's done. Yeah, I love that movement. And I think also Yeezy didn't get as big because the price point for clothing and how minimal it was. Like the, I think the shoes just overshadowed the clothes. Like Agreed. maybe the clothes were successful. But the shoes were so successful that no one even talked about the clothes, really. That was the boat I was in. It's like, a, a clothes? He has clothes as well? Like Yeah, like Yeezy Boost is what everyone talks about, whereas he also has seasons of clothing every time. Right. I think the boots are gaining a lot more traction now, too. Like, I hear boots, people talk. Boots, B-O-O-T-S? Yeah, like the yeah. Yeezy Boots. Yeah. I feel like a lot more people are... Like, they, they were big when they came out, and then they kind of died, and I feel like a lot more people are talking about the utility boots Are those ones now. that look really spacey? Those, yeah. Yeah. Like, Sholly has them. I don't know how I feel about those. There's different models. Like, there's, I think, like, one is a 900 or something. There's different models of the boots, and some of them look really nice. I, like, I would wear them. You, it's hard to style because, like, if you're... It's like if you don't... If you have a collection of clothing that only has a couple of those pieces, you can only style them together. Whereas if you had kind of the funds to have a whole collection open, you could mix and match them with a lot more. Like, I think that's why the Yeezy clothing line maybe doesn't do so well or the boots because you can wear the Yeezy shoes with any outfit. Literally. But the boots kind of have to be intentionally planned with the pants 
and they ha- you have to have pants to fit that. You have yeah. to have money Boots to buy the pants just for those game. outfit. Yeah. And then mix it with like the color, dark tone palette shirt and things like that. Like it's a lot more of a commitment for a whole outfit based on the pants and the clothes. I agree. He also said um, the way our cities are built right now with everything, the square condos, everything like that, that cities have been designed to create more problems to create more industries. Like your job is an hour away. So you can go and sit in traffic to burn more gas, to have more wear and tear in your car. So people have to fix those things and just everything is built. Like I think capitalism as a whole is solving problems, but we've created the problems to solve. Like capitalism is so successful because we'll create more problems to solve more problems. Right. Like how everyone needs the next technology because you're the problem. Like when the happiness example of how could you like once the first guy got air conditioning, he was he's like he saw someone had air conditioning he's like i need air conditioning like i cannot be happy if i don't have air conditioning but before air conditioning existed you didn't even know about it like someone who could every time the new thing comes out you think you need it you need to solve the problem you didn't have before like before you'd open a window or like this is how i have to feel right now because this is the temperature so and then the flat screen comes out you're like well i need to save space on my wall i need that like we just create more problems to create more solutions right and that was just it, it just it was something that I found so iconic that maybe he didn't think of that, but it just got me thinking. Everything he says just gets me thinking. Yeah, 100 percent, because I would have never thought this deeply into any of these things. Yeah. Until you brought it to my attention. He just almost has like a toxic influence. So as, le- as long as his influence is going towards something positive, more power to you. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to that's, add? That's all I got so far, I think. So far. I mean, like, at this point, <laughs> I could probably talk about Kanye West Episode yeah. four? <laughs> no, I'm good. Is there anything else you want to mention at all? Well, that sums up this episode of The Chill Chats. <laughs> I will get my own name. <laughs> um, if you guys haven't already and you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to hit the subscribe button, the notification bell, and the thumbs up button and if you're watching on the podcast sorry listening not watching on the podcast app or the spotify app let me rephrase that just the podcast app because i don't know how you can do this on spotify if you could leave a review and give it a five stars that would be greatly appreciated and we'll have timestamps of all the topics we talked about in the episode summary and all social media links will always be listed like and subscribe on youtube thanks for listening guys see you in the next one bye